Some people think the Bible is filled with a bunch of rules. Well, there are some rules, but it's mostly about a bigger story. Just the way Sally retells the stories is, I think, makes us all full of curiosity and more compassionate toward ourselves and others and the characters in the Bible. Welcome to the Jesus Storybook Bible Podcast, a place where we remind you that grace can rewrite any story, that hope shines a light through our darkest moments, and that God's love changes lives. Here's your host, New York Times bestselling author, Sally Lloyd-Jones. Hello, I'm Sally Lloyd-Jones, author of the Jesus Storybook Bible, which tells the story of God's wonderful, never-stopping, never-giving-up, unbreaking, always-and-forever love. Welcome to the show. Do you ever wonder what it would be like to look at the world with fresh eyes? What might we see? If we really looked, what might catch our eye? If we only ever see what we expect to see, what might we be missing? In part two of our conversation with Amy Grant, she talks about the power of curiosity and compassion and being open to taking a closer look and the art of seeing. In a world of endless distractions and short attention spans, Amy takes time with people. She listens to them. She's interested in who they are. She's curious about their story. She makes them welcome, whether from the stage or in person. She certainly made me welcome when I first met her backstage at the Ryman over 10 years ago now, and I was being a total awkward fangirl, I admit it. Amy smiled, came right up to me, and opened her arms and gave me a big hug and thanked me for writing the Jesus Storybook Bible. It was the start of our friendship. She made me feel welcome. Amy is one of the kindest people I know. She's other-focused, and she remembers people's names, even when she's met hundreds of them after a concert. Even when she's tired, she always has time for people. And I can vouch for it because I've seen it in action close up. Because if I could just mention here, just quickly, in passing, that I've actually been on tour with Amy. On a tour bus and everything. No, it's true, I have. Don't worry, I wasn't singing. You'll be relieved to know. I was reading and telling stories. But seriously, I'm blown away by how Amy loves everyone she meets. All different types of people. She makes them welcome. She makes room for them. She creates a safe place for them and breaks down obstacles and barriers between us, and puts people at their ease. What a beautiful gift. To see someone, to truly see them, is a gift of love. To treat them as unique and important and valuable. It reminds me of what C.S. Lewis wrote in The Weight of Glory. It is a serious thing to live in a society of possible gods and goddesses, To remember that the dullest, most uninteresting person you can talk to may one day be a creature which, if you saw it now, you would be strongly tempted to worship. There are no ordinary people. You have never talked to a mere mortal. It is immortals whom we joke with, work with, marry, snub and exploit. I love Amy and I love her honesty. I learn from her every time I'm with her. I know you'll agree when you listen. Without further ado, here is my beautiful friend and yours, Amy Grant. I'm Amy Grant, 
And I live in Nashville, Tennessee. I am a woman with five grown kids. We have a blended family. I'm married to a great musician who also tours, as I do. His name is Vince Gill. I love celebrating creativity in all kinds of ways. So many times when I'm praying for myself or other people, I've prayed, God, draw me by my curiosity. You know, draw my children with curiosity towards something that you're doing. Because, I don't know, I think sometimes we think we can draw people towards something better by being judgmental or critical, and that doesn't tend to draw people at all. But curiosity, I mean, that's... Yeah, that's a fun trail. When my last child, Karina, was born, as I was turning 40, maybe she was just a few years old, and my good friend Beverly sent me a copy of the Jesus Storybook Bible for Karina. And I just remembered from the opening quotations, I'm turning this in my my copy, one of many copies in my lap, the story and the song, I just love how Sally Lloyd-Jones positions the stories contextually. I love her narrative. I'm not exactly sure how she did it, but her retelling of these stories made me see a lot of things in a new light. You know, it's like even somebody who's read the Bible my whole life, I'll pick it up and go, I'm falling into a pattern of believing this book is one thing. And it actually is so much more. You know, the Bible is alive. God to the rescue. Moses and the great escape from Egypt, from Exodus 3 through 13. Joseph and his brothers grew old and died, but their children's children stayed on in Egypt where they became a very large family. Later on, a new king began to rule But this Pharaoh didn't remember Joseph, and he didn't like God's people. He made them into his slaves and beat them, and made them work harder and harder. God's people cried out to God to rescue them, and God heard them. He remembered his promise to Abraham. He would look after his people. He would find a way to set them free. One day, Moses was looking after sheep when something caught his eye. A bush was behaving very oddly. It was flickering with flames, but its leaves weren't burning up. He took a closer look. Moses boomed a big voice. Moses leapt back. The bush was talking to him. I have heard my people's cries, God said. I have seen their tears, so I have come down to rescue them. Go to Pharaoh and tell him to let my people go free. Moses was afraid, but God said, I will be with you. I love how Moses was drawn into the conversation, which he didn't realize was going to be a conversation, but he was drawn in with curiosity. Something was happening out of the ordinary, and so he made the first step. He came close to the burning bush like, what is this? I was hosting an event, a two and a half day event, and I had invited people from all walks of life. And it was a come have fun in Tennessee, but also some philanthropy was built into it. And so the Sunday morning, 
I looked out over the audience and we had people from all different socioeconomic levels. We had people from different political beliefs. We had people of different sexual orientations. We had people of all different kinds of career paths. And I read the opening chapter of this book. And I said, what if we all took the message of love back to the world's in which we live and breathe every day. Thank goodness we're all from different communities. But what if we went home with fresh eyes? And then, you know, at the end of that first chapter, it's like the story begins. You know, it's kind of a cliffhanger from the introduction. Anyway, and I finished, and, and this room full of people is like, what's next, what's next? And I said, well, you have to read for yourself. I think... My prayer, many times, is God, just use me as a channel. Just channel your love and light through me, through my eyes, through my speech, just anything. That would be a great way for us to all look at each other all the time. Just a blend of compassion and curiosity. You can get the Jesus Storybook Bible wherever books are sold. To find out more about the book and all of Sally's other books, please visit Sally at sallylloyd-jones.com and follow her on Instagram at sallylloydjones and at Jesus underscore storybook underscore Bible. Before we go, don't forget, God loves you with a never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love.